door, next door, next door. Where the fuck are you taking me? Damn, that bitch is shooting me. Yeah, we got to twist it up. We got to lift it up. We never give enough. To start a salary, it's hard reality. Why solidarity? We gotta lead us to where they lead us to. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to another installment, another episode, if you will, of your favorite duos, Dick and Bones. <coughs> the throat is a little sore. Yeah, after intro. Yo, I like makes how your voice sore. changed. You should have heard his voice about two minutes ago. All right, this is the biggest of takes, I think. But uh, I like that. Oh, that could be like a segment. Where where we go the bakedest of takes? Yeah, I like that. Like and then, the or, highlights, or like, like the highlight film. Or we have like after ten episodes, we make a highlight reel of them. Like yeah, I like that. The bakedest of takes. Alright, that might be a few uh, in the future. All right, guys. welcome back, boys and girls, to episode five, oh, Baked yeah. Takes of Dick and Bones. Mm-hmm. Um, we took a little bit of a break. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're just gonna say that due to a certain set of circumstances, our ratings in the in the uh, viewership department have gone through the roof. Yeah. Then, uh, it's been then, very successful and then immediately plummeted for one <laughs> specific reason, which we're not going to mention, but the ratings have been fantastic. If you were, if you were, uh, uh, you know, a first listener where yep. you, you get on the ball right when the episode comes out, guess what? You would have heard what we're talking about. But if you were lazy and let yeah. the days the band, pass, the bandwagon fans, we know you, <clears throat> know you, you know, so. All right, ladies and gents, we're back to basketball talk yep. with Dick and Boats. I do want to mention that we have back in the booth. Mm. Marquito, Papito, Enrique, back from his month-long vacation to Las Vegas. How are the uh, cocaine and strippers, Mark? Unbelievable. You gotta leave me alone right now. <laughs> okay. All right. He's a little busy. He's a friendly <laughs> guys. You know. <laughs> Guillermo. Okay. So we're moving on. We're talking basketball. Okay. We have, as we speak, we're watching the Sweet Sixteen of the March Madness. Yep. 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 So we're talking March Madness. Um, Richie is our resident expert here, Dick, and... You know, my bracket looked pretty good until, like, five minutes Yeah, ago. that's what everyone says. And we're also going to talk uh, NBA. NBA playoffs are on the corner. Mm. We're going to go into matchups, a couple of predictions, some awards, and, uh, and that'll be all. You know, awards? Yeah, awards, like, uh, MVP. Trey, Trey Young, okay, MVP oh, I like that. Okay, I think I like before, that. before we talk basketball, yeah. we're a little late on this. We should have, uh, recorded earlier if, uh, oh, Harris Bog didn't, career, uh, yeah. Harris didn't flake out. But I want to talk about uh, the, uh, the sad announcement that on Sunday, Mr. Rob Gronkowski has now been retired Ooh, from the NFL. Okay. And I just want to say, because he is, I think to most guys, let's call it uh, age 20 to 35, this guy is the perfect man. Mm. The perfect man. He's like a, a 30-year-old teenager. He has a hot-ass girlfriend. He just, he just wins at life. So... Uh, it was a sad moment, I, I thought, just as a, as, a, as a person who likes joy in their lives. He's not the perfect man. He was the broiest of bros. Everybody yeah. wants to be this bro. And he gets out there, flaunts it, 69. I'm surprised he was in 69 his whole career, actually. What was 69? Like his oh, number, number 69. Yeah, it's like 87. Okay. But even as a Jet fan, I appreciated what he did. He torched us every time we played him. Yeah. No safety could cover him. We've had to put Revis on him sometimes. There was a period work. of time where like Gronk looked like he was playing... He was like in eighth grade. He was playing against mm-hmm. like fourth graders, and mm-hmm. he's just dragging people along. You know, I, I think I have a little bit of bias against him because I completely overpaid for him in our uh, mm-hmm. fantasy league, and he kind of sucked this year. So I have a, he went from like a ten out of ten to like a nine and a it, half out of ten. Injuries always plagued him a little bit. Yeah, he had a rough couple of uh, couple of years with the injuries. He but broke he, his arm. He, he he didn't he didn't <clears throat> play in one of the Super Bowls they won. Right, right. Wow, I so, didn't think about that. Yeah. But he definitely, I think overall, he definitely 
you know, he didn't, he, he retired a year earlier rather than later, which is always good, you know. You know, yeah. after he, he went out on top, he won the, he won the championship. Just won, yeah, just won the uh, Super Bowl. And, and yeah. you know what? <clears throat> He he might have one too many concussions already. Right. The way he just way he plays, yeah, but it's just it's only gonna make it worse, and and he's just gonna get you know brain damage even earlier, like in, in the fifth forties. Well, 50s. He, like something's wrong with that guy's brain. But okay, so what what does he do? How, how does he stay in our life, Gronk? What does he do? Oh, 29 he's the ultimate old. playboy. He's nah. dating a supermodel. WWE boy. WWE. Yeah, yeah. I heard that actually. Yeah. Imagine Gronk on there. I mean, Imagine Gronk and like a Tom Brady duo. The Gronk is giant. Gronk is giant. Yeah, he's a, he's a beast. And he's a great he's actor. He's bigger than every one of the um, WWE guys. No, he's yeah. not. He's like 6'6". Yeah, he's 6'8". No, not 6'8". Well, Ro- Roman Reigns, where that guy is, he's a tank. Yeah. Oh, Alright, so I just want to talk he, about uh, that, though. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Imagine you spent... You know, we, we kind of like, you know, jump around from what careers we want to do. Jump, I'm not sure. Jump, these guys from born from birth, mm-hmm. these guys are training thousands upon thousands upon thousands of hours in one craft that they put in all those hours. They get to the highest level and then they have to just find a new career when they're 29 mm-hmm. years old. Well, that's why. No, but that's why a lot of them uh, go bankrupt very quickly. 100 percent. So I'm saying like, OK, I like, well, that was a cool save. So. Yeah, that was a great save, actually. We had <laughs> We're we'll, coming back a little bit. All right, so we're watching the Gonzaga Florida State game just to switch topics because that's what we're trying to talk mm-hmm. about here. Yeah, irrelevant. Gronk, Gronk, oh shit, Gronk will be retired next year. But Mar- I think uh, it was uh, just, a, just, just to wrap that up. Uh, it's a sad moment for uh, NFL and for Ooh. men, men of all kinds. Um, men of all kinds. And and just another news. Uh, in, yeah, <laughs> baby. Oh, all right, that was crazy. All right, let's go. Uh, another news in the NFL. Um, Philip Rivers and his wife Tiffany just welcomed their ninth, ninth child, ninth child in the world. Wow. What do you think about that? In yeah, one he reaction, just, he just fucks with no condom. That guy. Someone sent me the barstool like um, horniest yeah. guy chart. That guy is a horny man. Um, all right, with that transition with yeah, horny men, that's why he was on it. Moving to NBA uh, and NCAA, I should say. Horny man, I like that. Bracket. Um, I'm not a huge college basketball guy, but I watched a couple games mm-hmm. in the uh, round of 32. I was. Thoroughly disappointed. Those blowout after blowout. I think all chalk. I think that that uh, that round. It was mostly uh, chalk. Give me what you've seen just over the past the past couple rounds. So, we had a bunch of upsets after the first round, and you know your some of your your uh, prototypical twelve five matchups. No, nothing big. Virginia didn't lose in the first round again. Oh, you're all stepped. But oh shit. But what I saw in the next round in the round thirty two, like you said, everyone was just basically the higher seed won. Like, all the higher seeds woke up after the first round, so to speak. You know, the lower seeds come out, and well, they, they have one thing to prove, that they can keep up. That's their best moment ever. The the uh, first seed team knows he's making it to the Sweet 16, so who gives a shit? Right. Other guys, if they make it out of the first round, they're going crazy. So they're amped up, they're pumped up, and they come out, and they put up a real challenge. So and I feel they like... they all got blown out. Right. No, but then once the second round hits, now the, the uh, top team, they, they're more comfortable, right, they're chilling. So... We saw that happen in the round third too. Um, and then we got to talk about the clear, uh, you know, best game from from a viewer's perspective. Which oh was my Duke, god! UCF. Oh my god! Yeah, that was wild. I think it's come to the point that we sort of have Duke fans. Do people like Duke? They're the number one team. I think for the past, unanimous past decision, few but, years, people have liked Duke. No, but this year specifically, I feel like oh, they love all the attention. I'll tell you why Zion. Right, I think it's Zion. It's polarizing. Not only that, but he's he's just a, a, a likable kid. Right. You watch his videos, his Instagram. He just looks like a like big smile on his face and always having fun. He's a friendly giant. Right. Yeah, and then guys like J, uh, 
you know, Barrett and... I just, I just feel like these guys... RJ. RJ. Yeah, I just feel like these guys are, are changing the way we normally saw Duke. I guess, you know. Ooh, yeah. Shit. Maybe because of Max shit. Tower or something. Name drop. But, uh, yeah, I feel like... Uh, yeah, I feel like it was... Um, I'll tell you why, because J.J. Redick was, was, the, was the guy. Everyone hated him because he was right, a right, fucking right. pussy. And then... Um, after him, it slowly started to change. Mm-hmm. But think about going back to the 90s. Duke was the, the goody two-shoes, you know? Right. They called the, the black guys their Uncle Toms because they played right. for Duke. So there was a team that everyone hated for some reason. So it changed a little bit after J.J. Redick when um, I'm trying to think who was like, oh, um, Kyrie coming to Duke. He was very lovable. People uh, liked him. Oh, shit. Kyrie. Then you had uh, Doc Rivers' kid, Austin Rivers. And you had like a change in culture where now they're like the cool kids are coming there, you know? Yeah, I got you. So what do you see going forward? Uh, what's the projection for the next oh, okay. couple rounds? Well, so we're a little biased here. We're watching Gonzaga, Florida State, and Gonzaga's up 10. We're 12 minutes left. So, I see a chalk hold in there. Duke, I think, will have its only scare of the tournament until the Final Four. Uh, last game, so mm-hmm. I think it'll roll. Let me get the rest of the matchups. Uh, I, don't, I don't have it on me. but don't have it. Virginia, I think, Virginia. is going gonna, is gonna, to, you know, come close. I don't think they're going to... Um, I think they'll win, but I think they're in for a scare. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to have an easy way into the Elite Eight. I think the other game, Tennessee is losing as well. So, another Elite Eight team I picked that is going to lose. Um, who do you have in your... I'm missing a winning? couple matchups. Who do, you have, who do you have winning? Duke. You have Duke? So you don't really care about the, usually uh, I'll pick the, a, the bracket winnings. Usually I'll pick uh, like a third... Uh, a, t- a third seed or like a fourth right. seed that t- I think can make it to the finals, and that's usually separated for me. This year, I think I there's wanna... actually one. So there's uh, according to my little googling, there's there's one bracket still available, still not available, still accurate. Correct, yeah. In the world right now, it's called Center Road. He's managed to he or she oh, what's the pitch managed we'll see, to we'll correctly predict all forty eight games thus far, define the odds, which are one in. How do you even say that number? It's one, no, three, six, nine. 12, 15 digits. Yeah, <laughs> One in that amount. He uh, he did it. Um, okay. Wait, wait. Yeah. Do you have who he has for this round? He has, I think he has Gonzaga winning it all. I don't know how he has this Okay. Round. So he won that one. What about um, the uh, Tennessee game? I don't know. I don't know. You're going too deep into it. <laughs> you don't research that? How do resources? I'm just if I can find it. Okay, go ahead. All right. So uh, prior to this, I mean, actually during this, uh, I think the baseball season actually started. Do we care about baseball? Mets, baby. I mean, we'll get into it. Not yet. We, we got to hit our topics. Uh, but Mets, DeGrom, six okay. innings, shut out. I don't, like, I, I understand you're, you're two a baseball nothing. fan. Two nothing. Robinson can two RBIs. I kind of I kinda hate baseball, so I'm going to just started. This. They're going to be good this year. All right. So just, yeah, be good this just year. give me who, who, Mets who, are gonna who be wins good this the championship. Mets. Mets. Great. Oh, that's, that's okay, some, moving That's on. actually kind of we're a big take. Best, we're done with baseball. Now, what are you Googling or something? Perfect Google? bracket. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, okay. We're talking NBA. Wait. We're going to freaking finish it off. I want to see what this guy has picking. One perfect bracket remains. Here we go. Oh, we go. got to zoom in. got to zoom in. Okay. So he has Gonzaga winning. He has Tennessee winning. He might lose right there if Purdue beats Tennessee. All right. We're going to go on a quick music break. I like that. I like that.
Not yet, not yet. Oh, that's good stuff. No, that was right. All right, cool. That was fun. I like that. Yeah, that's a good song. Doesn't get enough love. Um, okay, we're gonna go into we're gonna go into the NBA. Ooh, okay. I think we're about like two weeks away from the first whoa, round whoa, whoa. in the NBA playoffs, and I think you know we were talking a couple of podcasts ago about just the, you have Warriors or the field. Mm. And I feel like it's yep. you know that stance has gone down a little bit. There's been a lot more comp- competition, especially in the West. The, you know, the the Nuggets I, are half I, a game I back. Know, from, I don't know about that. First place. I don't know about that. I, th- I feel like we just get lulled every time because Golden State's always so good. Yeah. That's like, oh, they won again. Big shit. They obviously they have KD, Steph. Yeah, I got you. Whole freaking All Star team. So, I think they're just as good. Let me get the um, the standings up real quick. I got you. Yeah. So. Oh, they, so we want to go. <laughs> we want to go into the. Uh, we want to go into the matchups. Just what are you seeing from this kind of matchup? Assuming they, they remain the same, which are, they're, it's not a really yeah, good assumption. The Warriors are still the best team in the league. Yeah, but it's close is the point. It's not Warriors yeah. or, the, or the field. Yeah, I get what you're saying. All right, so we're going to go in uh, to our Eastern Conference. Just give me your gut reaction. What kind mm-hmm. of game, what kind of matchup is this from a, like, just an, an audience perspective, okay. from a matchup okay. perspective? You got on the one and eight. Matchup, Milwaukee versus Orlando. What do you think? Nah, who cares? Who cares? Right? Milwaukee's going to steamroll them. Yeah, I got you. Toronto, Detroit, kind of have the same stats. Uh, yeah, yeah. Detroit's I, like, they always put up a decent fight. Like they're 500, right? You know, like they're, yeah. they're okay. Yeah, I actually had a couple podcasts to go Toronto coming out of the East. Okay, so then you, you think it's a land side there? Yeah, I think they're going to go far. I like Marcus All in there. Yeah. Um, just like, they're just, Ooh, they're next, just a well balanced. The next one you say is a good matchup. Okay, we got, I think this is a good matchup. Yeah. yeah. We got Philly versus Brooklyn. I think, I think, I mean, the Sixers are going to take it, but I think that's going to be a closer one, maybe 4 2, or, or uh, they're going okay. to put up a fight Brooklyn's for been sure. Great. I mean, over the past, call it 20, 30 games, they've been great. And uh, they, have, they have a lot of shooting. They could score in bunches. So. Yeah. What's his face? Joe, Joe, what's his face? Joe Harris. Has, Joe Harris, you know, yeah. He leads the league in three-point percentage. What's his, what's his, what's his percentage on threes? 41. 46%. 46? 46%. Wait, wait, wait. What was um, Steve Novak? What was Steve Novak? Oh, Steve Novak. Didn't he have the record? He had the record. Was it 48 or some shit? I don't know. Could it be? I don't know. That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Okay. And then they have playmakers all around. Okay. Four, five matchup. I don't Pacers I, I mean, Celtics. So here's the deal with me. If as long as the Celtics put it together, which I think they could by the uh, playoffs co- time, yeah. I, they're gonna dominate the Pacers. Pacers are playing way over the mean. Old Depot has been out, yeah. and they I, I, honestly, I mean, they're doing a great job. But I don't know how they're 15 games over 500. Um, so if the Celtics pull together, they'll steamroll them. If it's, it's still dysfunctional, yeah. Pacers actually okay. might take it. The question is: is there is there any argument, any logical argument? For the Celtics winning it all, uh, the yeah, there's a logical argument that all the players are good, but yeah. um, I mean, you I saw said, what they did last 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 year. All right, they put I it know together. They're even better, but, right. but they, that's the key. They're not going to put it together. Wow. So, wow, wow, wow. logical, tell you yes. Good. What? First record, on, first person on record with perfect. This is the guy. This is the guy. No. Perfect back into into sweet. Yeah, I just said that. This is the oh, guy. This is the guy <laughs> right now. Like from the story I just said. You lost. Well, okay. All right. So we're going gonna to the west. Lose. We're going to the west, and the west has, a, I think, it's just a much more even playing field, or at least not even. I, I think it's just much more entertaining. Okay, we got one eight Golden State versus San Antonio. That that just, is interesting, right? San Antonio just won, I think, something like nine or ten games in a row. They're on fire, and you have good players there. You have Demar Derozan. Yeah. 
Marcus. You have Marcus Aldridge. I feel like the yeah. the, the, the the Spurs are like the most boring franchise of all time. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't even watch the shows because I know like they're all robots just moving on their tracks. Yeah, but DeMar DeRozan <laughs> just came from the Raptors. He just he didn't, have that, he didn't have that game at all. The, these guys are just they're just too perfect, you know. From like a fan's perspective, you want like the shit and you want the greatness and you want the, you know, these guys are just like so perfect. Like the Patriots. Well, yeah, the Patriots at least have kind of ballers and Gronk and Tom yeah. Brady. These guys have like no, no personality. During the season, they shut down their personality. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Denver versus yep. Oklahoma City. Yeah, I didn't see Denver being as good this year, so that's exciting. Um, Denver's been phenomenal, honestly. And OKC, when, when Paul George and Russell played well together, mm-hmm. and they both had games where they put up 40, then they're a scary team. Yeah, of course. But I think Jokic, Jokic is just too good. She's like what do you think? Magic with the ball. Jokic and how many? Um... I know six. Okay. I know Thunder two They got to work for it. Yeah. Um, okay. LA Clippers versus Portland. I think Portland has a very good setup right now because usually they can't even get out of the first round. Mm-hmm. And the Clippers are playing. They just lost uh, Jurkic. Season ending. Right. And just, it's, it's, it just never works out. They have a great season standing, yeah. but it just never works out. They're, but I mean, um, they the Clippers are playing way above the mean. Like, who are they saying? Uh, Pacers. I think yeah, it's the yeah, sa- yeah. same type of team. So those two teams, the uh, we're talking Pacers and Clippers. Clippers. So, you know, is, the question is just, is uh They is both lost momentum. players. Like, they both lost, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But Quite I feel like at a certain point, at a certain point, you kind of have to use extra kind of mental power in order to do that. And they have to do it earlier in the season versus the teams that know they're good are just good, yeah, and then they come into the playoffs. So these guys are kind of mentally spent at this. Ooh, so, wow. Wow, some guy just straight up blocked a guy onto the, into the bleachers. Wow, okay. Um, okay, so we'll see. Those two teams, I think they'll just be kind of spent physically and mentally. I agree, I agree. They'll psych themselves up after they lost, um, you know, Old Depot. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Okay, last matchup is... you got is, Dame Dollar up that. Yeah. Know, really okay, last matchup is Utah versus Houston. I actually wow. like this matchup a lot. I feel like nah, Houston, e- each team kind of has a different set of strengths. But uh, what do you think about that one? That one, I just don't like watching James Harden, to be honest. So, he's <laughs> like, are uh, we gonna go into this? All right. So, so the next segment is actually all the rules. The next segment, <laughs> the next segment <laughs> is actually we're talking about awards, uh, the NBA awards. So we have MVP, have uh, Rookie of the Year, you have uh, Most Improved Player, all this. Right, so we were we, only we, talking we, about the first we mentioned, round? We mentioned, yeah, first round. We yeah. mentioned um, this MVP race, I think, two podcasts ago. Mm. We kind of talked about just the different, you know, kind of styles of the two players. I think it's, we're agreed that it's only two players now. Oh, you said My Paul guy. George. Yeah. You said Paul George. Paul George tailed off a little bit. No, okay, it's, t- it's a two-man race. He's still playing high level, but he no, was, he was. Like, These guys are out of control. Uh, what so, we first know about, he was scoring 35 a game. Yeah, yeah, but, but okay, so the, the question is, we just saw James Harden score, I think, 60. He just scored 60. D-book, baby. He scored 61. I was, I, I was overlooking because I saw, I saw Devin Booker the, score 50 the, the twice. The crazy hypothetical that we said was like if, if, uh, if James Harden averages 36 points a game, he's going to get the MVP. And we mm. said, are you kidding me? He's going to average 36. You really think he's going to yeah, do that? Yeah, he's that? averaging 36. Well, yeah, right? 36.7. And, and we're still not sure if he's going to win the MVP. So like it just says something about these two guys. Like Normal MVP races are nothing like this. These two guys really deserve you know, credit for that. But um, but okay, so it's. I think Giannis especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you just got on the team, that's a middle of the ground yeah, team. Yeah, they're first place. Who's their best far. guy? Chris Milton, I'll be honest. Yeah, you said this last time. I think they actually have a very pretty good team. Mm-hmm. They actually played the uh, 
they played the the Rockets last game, and it wasn't Giannis that did anything to win that game. It was Eric Bledsoe who dominated. See, it's like Eric Bledsoe is coming out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. That Brooke Lopez is doing. Brooke Lopez is doing things he never did before. Uh, My Brooke Lopez is ancient. Well, I don't know. I think I still think they're a dangerous team. They would still beat the Knicks. Without, oh, without Giannis? Yes. Every team would beat the Knicks. <laughs> okay. You could take off the best player of every team right. and they'll still beat the Knicks. Question. What the fuck are you talking okay, about? Okay, so some stats about Harden. He is at, right now, 2,545 points. He's about 250 points away from Michael Jordan, who had 2,800. And about 200. Wait, what? Second? Wow. Total points in the year. Total points in the oh, season. Oh, in the season. Okay. And he's about 245 away from Kobe. Who had uh, 287. So basically he has to average, I think it might be even doable, he has to average kind of like 40 a game. For how long? For the rest for of the season? For the rest of the season. Is that 10 games? And he, uh, I think it's 8, 7 or 8 games. 40 points? Yeah. It's a lot. It's fucking lot. But the, the bottom line is that he could, he's on pace to actually do that, which is incredible. Uh, some more stats. He has... No, he's not. He has 700 made free throws and 350 made threes. That's weird, but records. That's crazy. Records, had, records, free throws. He no? had nine. He had nine hundred thirty-two threes attempted, and at, at this pace, he's definitely gonna get over. He's gonna get over a thousand. What is Steph? Can you imagine here? that? How, I, I don't know, but imagine shooting a thousand threes. I shot that in like in a year. I have never my shot that career, in my yeah. entire career, but he's gonna do it. Uh, in the sixty-one point game, he just like it's funny because he makes he makes like scoring fifty like nothing. You know, like Devin Booker is out here scoring fifty two games in a row. Yeah, that's pretty wild. And we actually. were like collectively busting a nut when, when, like, when uh, what's his name? When Kobe scored eighty two, but this guy is scoring sixty points, and we're just like, oh ho hum, yeah. Because you have to admit, like, the shots this guy's making are ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And and then, but then he goes away, and and you like, it's so crazy because like, dude just scored fifty, you know? Yeah. And then he just disappears. He doesn't like, have an impact. He has triple doubles with ten assists. He has rebounds. Did you say Juju? He's involved in any part, every part of the game. What? I thought we were talking about Devin Booker. Did we switch? I thought we were talking about James Harden. Yeah. I thought we were supposed to the middle. <laughs> error, error. Okay, but the fact is that, that actually Giannis's numbers, Giannis's numbers are are kind of flawed. Not flawed really, but they're this guy's he's averaging just over thirty minutes a game. So he's playing low minutes and he's still getting he's still right, getting right, the right. impact. He, I think per 36 minutes, he's going to be – he would average in th- per 36, 30, 14, and 7. Wow. Which is pr- – I mean, not that far off from Harden, even from a stats perspective. We have 28, like uh, – 34. Do it's like 28, 10, I don't know. It would be crazy. Oh, so, good bottom line is that it's still not determined. Oh, I don't know what will happen from for the last eight games that will sway anything. But who you – if you have the pick, you're uh, – Okay. Yeah, who, who you got? I like Giannis. Oh, that was hot. All right. Florida Moving State on. Coming we back, talk about, we do want to talk about um, some other uh, NBA good. awards, which my favorite race so far has been the Rookie of the Year Award, mm. which I thought, whatever it was, two months ago, it was Kevin kind of Knox. locked up. It was kind of locked up. Well, Summer League, it was Kevin Knox. <laughs> and then it just became a, like, just kind of a, an easy walk-on for, uh, for Doncic. And well, over the last two Kevin, months... I know what you're saying. Trey Young has changed those circumstances. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No, it's 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 still it's still um uh what's, yeah, this, what's the sexy boy's name? <laughs> Doncic. Doncic. Yeah. yeah okay. It's sexy still boy. him by a landslide. But Trey Young is at least entering the picture out of all those other guys. Because what it was was it was Doncic, 
and then everybody. Yeah. Now it's going to be Doncic, Trey, everybody yeah. else. Like give you some stats. He, he so, pulled himself out of that bottom tier yeah, and just created a he's new mid tier. He's been crazy. No, he's been great, but but Doncic's like is a is okay. A so let me give, let me give team, some stats. You know? So so obviously Trey kind of had a terrible summer league. You remember that, those 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 games? Get a three. He couldn't get a three. It was bad. He yeah. kind of looked like a little lost teenager. And and then since the All Star break, he kind of struggled again in the beginning of the season. And then since the All Star break, he is averaging 25 and 8, 25 points a game. Wow, wow, wow. 40% from three. Mm. He basically doubled, you know, he was at like 20% from three in November. Now in February, he's at 40% from three. He's just been, he's just been a beast. A beast. What do you think, what do you think the cause of that is? I think part of it is that he just has free reign to do whatever the hell he wants. You think that's what it is? Or yeah. it was like confidence coming into the NBA at the beginning? Well, not, he always not, had confidence, but no, that he was like he was like, oh shit, like I got to be everything for this team. They suck. I, yeah, do I feel like oh, no? Man. I feel like it was the opposite. I feel like the fact that he's the only guy there, he could just do whatever the right, fuck right, he right, wants. Right, right, okay. No, I, I, I feel like we're saying freedom. the same thing a little bit because like as the season goes along, the he del- no, because as the season goes along, he like loses that feeling more and more. In my case, and then your case, he gains more freedom every game. Right. You no, know, I do think that he gains more freedom that lets you play. More creatively, and uh, he's been good. So, what do you, what do you have in that race? Um, no, I still got Don, Donchick. Okay, I said it. All right. No, I mean, look, this guy is the best player on his team right now. For sure. And the whole season, they're he's not, been like that. I mean, that. look at their standings. They're pretty bad. They lost kind of like, I think, two. Now, they only won 30 games, though, and without him, they wouldn't have yeah. lost. They kind of gave up. Their it's funny because they're trying to tank because they have to get the top five right, pick. Right. They, st- they keep their pick, but they also don't want to stop. Doncic for okay. rookie of the so year. Quick so tanking, quick tanking conversation. I was mm-hmm. reading somewhere that um, the new tank is now causing more teams to try and tank. Why is that? So usually only the top like three or five would tank, uh, right? Yeah. Now the 12 team has a pretty decent shot at right, getting right, the right, first right, pick right. or whatever. So now if you lose the playoffs, you immediately tank. 100%. Like if you miss playoffs, boom, last 12 games, you're, you're like putting out the shit, you know? Yeah. You're it's, benching it's everybody plays. So now you have a chance. So, it, yes, uh, it levels – it makes the bottom five not want to be the bottom five. But now it makes the top 15 want to be the, the, the bottom 10. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, It's backwards. Yeah. Um, okay. So we, we hinted at this a little bit. We were talking about the matchups, NBA matchups. And we hinted at you know teams kind of overperforming. And a lot of that has to do with the talent, but it also has to do with the head coach. So we're just going to transition into yeah, I don't really know coach coaches, of the year. We'll no, but you got you got to just hear their stories, <laughs> okay, and it's kind it. of interesting because you oh, have Doc Rivers, fun. who I think in like a renaissance performance, he he has this team, and they trade away Tobias Harris, and then all of a sudden they they don't go down Dude, in the rankings. They still coaching go up. the Clippers. They go up. Well, I think he was the GM, and that like turned into a disaster. Uh, that was so. like a foul or travel. So uh, now he's just coaching. I think he had two jobs, and now he's one. And, but basically, he turned oh, his team full of literally nobodies. So you look at their roster. I'm like, this team is what? Fifth in the East? Yeah, you know why? No sense. You know why? Because six men of the year or what, baby? Pat Beverly, boys. Oh, we're going to get into that. Well, but Pat, Pat yeah, Beverly is also good, but that's not why. Okay, <laughs> Kenny, Atkinson, Kenny Atkinson in Brooklyn. We also Lou have Dubs. Nate McMillan oh. in, in uh, the Pacers, which oh, we said man. were clinched the players. Oh, the blocking. Clinch the, clinch the playoffs. You know, now that they lost Victor Oladipo. Okay, let me finish. <laughs> Mike Budenholzer. He's talking about the fucking coaches. Nobody cares. Okay, Mike Budenholzer has the team of first in the East. And Mike Malone, who has Denver, as I said, half Yeah, I got Mike Malone. Mike Malone. Uh, Warriors. He's, right, he's good. Sounds like a good okay. guy. <laughs> no one cares about the coaches. It's crazy. Who cares? There's zero, there's zero personalities yeah. in the coaches. Oh, I missed it. Except for uh, Greg Popovich. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay, we're talking. Guy, you hinted at him. His name is on the Clippers. His name is who? 
Lou Williams. Skip to Malu. Okay, Lou Williams, six man of the year. Wait, he wasn't Pretty skip clear. to Malu. That was Ray for Alston. Oh, I messed them up. That would have been a good nickname. For <laughs> yeah, right, Skip Malu. Yeah. What's his nickname? Ray for Alston back in the day. Skip to Malu. I don't think Lou Williams has one. Lou Dubs. I don't know. All right. So Lou Williams. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. I don't know if you saw the game. They played against the Knicks, but the Knicks were like kind of tied with them. Forty-five. I don't know. No, the Knicks were tied with them. It was like three minutes left in the game. Which doesn't make the any Knicks sense. Were, Knicks were up and back, and back and back, and then all of a sudden, Lou Williams said, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you guys." Sorry, he took by the myself. Ball, hit a three, drove right past the guy, won the game. So what, I haven't actually watched any Clippers games. This guy come in within like a minute of the game. Like <laughs> like just, like, he's hitting like how uh, uh, Joe no. Cannon's coming in like a minute after you. <laughs> no, he's he's legitimately their best player. And, well, I guess funny and this team is in the playoffs competitively, and it's just amazing. It's just this is reflecting. So why doesn't he Doc start? Rivers. Why doesn't he start? Why doesn't he start? I don't know. Yeah, that's a, that's a question. Like philosophically, what is the six man of the year award? You know, right? Because like, well, okay. So it's good to have six men because they will. That was a good finish. Because listen, finish. if they if they're I'll a good tell you why, player, I'll tell you why, no, they're gonna play. No, because the they game. they 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 take charge of the second unit. So let's say okay, all the all the starters need a break. Right. The second unit comes in. And the sixth man is not the best player on the second unit and is taking over yeah, the that's game. That's the point. It's just a strategy. But if you put a role player, if you switch, let's say uh, the sixth man of, uh, I think Reggie Jackson or something like that, of the uh, OKC, right. and you swap him in the lineup for, uh, who's that defender that can't shoot with three? Defender can't shoot three. Yeah. yeah. Right. What's his name? Mitch. No. Roberson. Yeah, Anthony Roberson. Roberson. Oh, right, right. Andre right. Roberson, whatever. Uh, if you switch them now, that guy's in the second unit. The second unit has no scoring. Right, I, I get it. You need but, the scoring. But, the but they do that for the first five minutes of the game. Uh, arguably, these guys have a much easier job because they're playing in second unit defenses, so they yeah. flourish. Right, but but you could easily just play the guy to start the game. It's not. It just. It, it's kind of like just more of a coach strategy that I don't feel I guess. like. I think it's different second, second unit energy. You know, if LeBron was on, came off the bench after the first five minutes, he would be the best. But also, no, no, no that, that guy doesn't want to. He wants to be able to. Uh, to sustain the flow of the game from the get-go. As right. opposed to jumping in five minutes in where he's cold, everyone else is warm, everyone else is sweating, right, running, it. and now he's like, oh, fuck, first time I sit on the court. That ruins that. Then they have to build up that flow back into it. Now already the game is in the third quarter, you know? Yeah. Wow, that's so smart. Yeah, it's a good strategy. So who I want to talk about just where is <laughs> like the – Like that, Mark? That was crazy. Mark, what was that? <laughs> Mark's, he liked Mark's, it, he Mark liked it. Mark his face deep inside that halo top. Right. No, I didn't even who, get up how does Lou Williams, so far. How does Lou Williams rank among the top six men of the year of ever? Oh, Jamal Crawford is, is the, uh, the, the most Jamal famous. Jamal Crawford for you? There's no, well, there's no question who it is but, for me. But this one, why? Is not Jamal Crawford? Manu Ginobili. Manu! Oh, Manu is pretty dope. But you got to look at... Uh, now what I'm thinking say, about what it. Uh, uh, what's his Jamal name? Crawford. Jamal Crawford. Yeah, that's a good one. Look at it. He, he's been... The, he won six men of the year like four years in a row. Right, right. Uh, did Manu win that many times? I don't know. But not, Manu had the biggest impact, I think, on his team. No, they, like they, they, showed, they showed... I think he retired. Oh, he just got elbow in the face. And uh, they showed the Manu Eurostep on Bleacher Report. And I was watching it. I was like, oh, oh yeah. dude, the guy literally made a move, you know? He made it. And then... He created get, a move. Who copied oh, him? I just saw that. Who actually. copied him? Who, who took it over? Dwayne Wade. First Dwayne Wade, and then now um, he doesn't he doesn't play by the rules. What? I said before, my God, this guy doesn't fucking follow the rules. I don't know. Tell me. Uh, James Harden. He's always oh, traveling. He, yeah, <laughs> but he's doing it from from Manu. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. No, I love it. Traveling, Manu didn't used to travel. Anyways, what were we so talking what about? We talk, what about um, what about um, Jason Terry? He was he was great back. Oh, Jason Terry. Jason Terry was very. I mean, he was he was good, but he was just one thing. He was just a scorer. He was a shoot, not even a scorer, a shooter. 
Manu is a like a whole player. James uh, uh, Jamal Crawford literally will dribble his way into the into the basket. So <laughs> that's crazy, right? That awesome. That's and now you know. I just imagine like he was dribbling, and then the ball was like, under him like he was a genie. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. Hey, someone mentioned about the I want to talk about this because someone someone oh, someone mentioned man. Patrick Beverly. I think it was you. Yeah, he's uh, started. I was though. talking about Patrick Beverly. I, there was this clip of of him like literally doing all the stupidest. Pettiest bullshit oh. to LeBron, oh, like he like tugged on his elbow, like pinched his ear, like kissed his back. Yeah, like, dude, this like, dude's oh, so skeevy. He was. I don't know if he's like a psychopath in real life. Yeah, but, but, but you ever see? He's actually a pretty nice guy. Oh, is he? Really? Yeah. What? He's in an interview. Yeah, so I'm in an interview. Is he smart? He, uh, he, I I don't know. I forgot. But I, I I imagine him having. Don't you imagine him having like an English accent? No, I I feel like he's like homeless. I feel like. <laughs> He doesn't have an English accent, but I thought the name like Beverly. Beverly. <laughs> the kid is he's teen comforts. Yeah, basically. So and then he, I heard him talking. He didn't speak with that British accent. I was like, "What's up? What's up with that?" Um, okay, but where does he rank? I thought, my point was, where does he rank in like if you could create a starting oh, five oh, of guys oh, you oh, don't oh, like? Oh, now nah, back to the line. If you could create a starting five of guys you don't like, then who would be that starting five? Guys you wouldn't want villains, to play you against. Villains. You mean villains? Yeah, 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 yeah villains. Okay, Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin, okay, give me a start of active players, active players. Oh, active? Oh, that's much harder. I don't know why it's like Kenyon Martin so quick either. It was not even that. Uh, that, that Kenyon Martin I'll tell you was like, kind of a scumbag. It's scum, oh, Lance it's Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. This Lance is Stevenson this fucking is sucks. Five. I have, I have um, for sure, Batcher Beverly is starting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you say Lance for sure is Lance, in there? Lance, Lance. Um, um, I probably have like uh, PJ Tucker. Yeah, he looks like a... Yeah, I, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's like, he's a fuck... Feel like he's like more of just a uh, strong dude. He's like, no, I'm going to not. Uh, yeah, but he's like he, the, the point. Of the the question was like that you don't want to play against. That you just like you don't want to see another team. You know? yeah, yeah, but then none of them have actual offense on that team. If you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like they'll just be a bunch of thugs. <laughs> so what about the um, what about Lance, um, man, I swear. Uh, Stephen Adams? Yeah, that is mean. He got voted like oh, the, he's the, not the a villain. What do you mean? He's a friend of the Giants. No, he's not. He's a. If you've seen actually nah, the, yeah. the transition, if you play against him, he's a if you've seen dick. the transition from his rookie pl- player, yeah, it's so passive, so like chill. Yeah, it's amazing. No way, the guy's the same. I feel word. like Jason Momoa gave him some tips. That's Jason Aquaman. Momoa, who's that? Aquaman. Exactly. Um, and then the last one, full point game was uh, yeah. I mean, who who do you think is the toughest of all time? Toughest player of all time? Oh, uh, Bill Russell. No, Mom. Bill Russell, toughest, meanest. Ron Artet, uh, Ben Wall, I don't know. Bill Russell took down the whole team one time. Right. Like, literally got, you ever see that video? No. He got into a fight with the entire team and was just swinging. <laughs> Wait, what, who did I say? Bill Russell? Yeah. yeah. Fuck that guy. No, Willis Reed. Willis Reed. You That's just who I was thinking. Willis I was thinking Reed. Willis Reed. Oh, that was a sick-ass block. Willis Reed was taking that. Well, I feel like Bill Russell was pretty, pretty legit, too. I mean, he did win 10 championships. Yeah, Ten. but, okay, I don't, okay, so, yeah, hit me with Willis it. Reed, Willis Reed's on. Oh, do you watch the Knicks? Bro, Willis Reed's on Knicks Legend. This is a Knicks podcast. (laughs) Knicks Legend. How long have you been trying to play that fucking music? (laughs) This is the hardest. Yeah, what are you even trying to do? Okay, but finish finish the toughest of all time, and you say who? Uh, Oh, Willis Reed was was pretty top. Um, I don't know who else. Who who else do you think? I don't know. Ron Artest early KG was Pacers like Ron Artest was fucking tough. KG black as hell. Stephen Jackson pounding on his chest. Jumped, Stephen Jackson yeah. jumped into the freaking yeah, stand. He's a psychopath. As, he's a psychopath. Um, okay, in other news, we're kind of wrapping up. In other news, are we? Yeah. I feel like we've been. I, I feel like it's all. It's all the. Uh, I, I do want to get my ice cream though. All right, so we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, in other news, um, 
What else we got? Uh, we got uh, big, big news out of Bristol. Breaking news is that Stephen A. Smith was attacked oh, in a murderous attack. A murder attack. There was apparently a, tur- a turkey vulture. This is an actual story. Oh, wow. a, apparently a turkey vulture came and, and flew in directly into Stephen A. Smith's uh, office in Bristol in their in their in their office yeah. and it almost literally almost killed him. What? So we had he had a, a near death experience with no it was a bird. Oh. It was a turkey vulture. What the fuck? And it attacked that? Stephen A. Smith. Like <laughs> straight up, they broke Is through it the glass. Turkey? I don't know, but someone's putting a hit on Stephen A. Smith with turkeys. With turkey turkey vultures. Vulture. Turkey vultures. <laughs> They're actually I mean, um, like, I googled them. They're actually a. They're actually just a vulture. I don't know why they say turkey. Maybe they eat turkeys. I don't know. I don't know. But ima- I'm just really imagining. Like I was imagining a turkey. Bristol, Bristol, Connecticut. Connecticut. I was imagining a turkey, like a giant ass, fat ass turkey with a big, big fat ass, Ooh. flying through the air like really fast. Oh, that that's was. Wild. It was a great. It was a great. Like uh, the butt goes in Stephen Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Smith likes it. He like eats the eats the butt out. <laughs> Dude, this is so horny. We said Philip Rivers is horny? Yes. Who's the horny? Steven Smith. No, no, Steven Smith, man. Like, Tiger Woods is on give me, there. Give me another one. Who else? Tiger Woods is on there. There's like, a couple coaches that are on there. Oh, coaches are so horny. Yeah. Okay, with that, we thank you guys. This has been a great podcast, a number five. Time. A good time. NBA, Gronk. Wish you the best, my man. Yeah. Thanks for listening in to episode five. Make sure to like, like comment, and subscribe. Shut it up. Bye. Sour Patch. Sour Patch. Oh, shit. We forgot our sponsor. Sour Patch is the best. Sour Patch Watermelon. We didn't even eat the candy I brought. Holy fuck. We messed that up. We messed that shit up. I had two new candies. All right, boys and girls. See you later. Peace.